Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. <laughs> are you ready for it? Yeah. All right, here we go. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Hello everybody, it's episode 55 of Husband and Wife, Sentenced to Life, with me Simon. And me Laura. We're back in the studio, we're doing one in the studio. Yeah. And it feels like, oh, this is from a long time ago. It is, I think I prefer it. Well, no, do you know what, it's weird, because it took me a long time to get used to the uh, the Roman mics. There was something nice about doing the roaming mics. I'm not saying we're not going to do them anymore because I paid a lot for them mics, so we're definitely <laughs> going to use them. But this feels like a little bit of us, doesn't it? A little bit of old us. Yeah. It's not, not weird. It's nice looking at you. <laughs> yeah, I bet it is this time of day. Well, it's not the worst bit of you I've looked at today either, but we'll get to that <laughs> later on. I don't know if you get your side of the deal with that. Episode 55. Uh, I just want to say um, hello and thank you to everyone who's been listening, because we got up to number 17 in the podcast charts. You might have seen me picture I posted the other day on my stories on Insta. We were above Shagged Married Annoyed. Yeah. And we were above um, Off Menu with James A. Caster. Right, yeah, that's a popular one. On it. Ed Gamble. Yeah. And we were above Rob Beckett and... Josh Widdicombe's Parents in Hell, which I love. I've been listening to it and I really I love both of them so guys. You've, you've helped get them up the charts. So I feel like that's quite an achievement for us because we're just a little thing that we do. Well, it's nice to be above the other, other parenting ones. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, 
it won't bother them because they're all making millions off this. Um, Shag Married Annoyed, I know they go on a tour <laughs> and they play arenas. Do you think it's because we're worse parents and people can relate to us? <laughs> no, I think uh, they're really honest about it as well. But I think uh, this is not a competition between us and them. I think they're great, yeah. right? But just when you see that this is just a little thing we've started on our own and we're in a chart, I think it's really nice. So I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you to... Uh, we've had a, a woman called Tracy left a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, five stars. It said, great podcast, perfect portrayal of married life and the ups and downs that come with. I love that. If yeah. you've got time, look, it's not a big deal to you. It's a, just a click. If you go onto Apple Podcasts and give us a five star on there, that would be absolutely lovely. And if you want to leave us a few words, it's Have any always of our nice. Have done it yet? Probably not. No. No, I doubt too, it. Too difficult a task to find oh, out how to... Oh, come on. The technology, for my <laughs> parents, definitely, the technology involved in... I, I, it would mean a Zoom call where I have to explain it. And and anyway, there's something quite needy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or to coin your phrase the other day when I was talking about being depressed, self-indulgent. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get on with today's podcast. Loads to talk about today. Um, first thing I want to talk about is your bin recycling laminate. Well, as if you followed us on the travel diaries... The bins in um, Bristol became a bit of a thing for me because I think in different areas of the UK, they have different bin rules. And I know that side of the UK, they they have that thing where they have about 10 different bins for all your rubbish, yeah, including a food bin, like literally a food bin. Anyway, so here we're not as up on that. The recycling. We've got the green bins, that's we do, all. We do have, yeah. So and it's either goes in the normal bin or the green bin. And even that, I'm like, well, do, what, what goes in that green bin? All I ever put in there is cardboard yeah. and plastic. They're the two things I put in there. Well, the plastic thing, you know, like, I know plastic bottles can go in, but then, like, plastic wrappers... I put them in. Do you? So yeah. I, I always pull them out if I see them in. So I didn't... I did, So the other day, I thought, right, I'm going to take a photo of what can go in, and I'm going to laminate... And stick it on the bin. What do you think about that? <laughs> I think it's good. Well, we've got the bins next to the door. I think you should put them above the door at eye height, your eye height, because you're the average one in the family. And so we can see it. So every time one of us goes to the bin, we can check it to put it in. Yeah. Hey, by the way, this podcast is not going to be this sexy the whole way through. <laughs> so if you're starting to feel turned on at the chat, don't worry, we'll tone it down a bit. <laughs> bin recycling. <laughs> Been recycling laminate chat. And laminating, yes. Of all the millions of podcasts in the world, there's someone sitting in the car now listening to this going, my la- Hey. We're on a ticking clock to death, and these two idiots are talking about... You, you mock me, but you remember, what, you. You remember when we talked about my, uh, my folder, my file for the airport? Love it. Somebody sent a photo, Natalie sent a photo, and she said... Got my folder, just ordered my folder off Amazon, ready for my UK trip. See? I'm not mocking you because See? when you said it, I was very impressed. And now someone's going to listen to this and they're going to go, oh, what a clever idea. I am going to print off what's needed for the bin. See? Um, we sound in a better mood today. I, I don't know if the week's got better. I don't know if it has. We've had some poorliness at home with the girls. And oh, poor honey. Now, honey hates missing school. Yeah. And it's it's half term coming up, but she's had two days off school. Yeah, and she is 
proper poorly, actually. Yeah, yeah, you it's, can tell. It's genuine. Because when she's not poorly, she's in a bedroom all the time with the <laughs> door closed. But now she is poorly. She's in the bedroom all the time with the door closed. It's a marked difference. And... <laughs> And she's, uh, I was going to say she's getting away with not unloading the dish, dishwasher, but that's pretty much the same. Yeah, yeah, some things never change. <laughs> I mean, the dishwasher's been sat there with the door open all morning and she's been in and out of the kitchen. But it's like, I love that thing with uh, kids where the slightest excuse means they don't have to do something. Well, I made a cup of tea and, and biscuits. The wrapper for the biscuits and the cup was still in the living room. Yeah. Because she's too poorly to... Too poorly. Yeah. Uh, so... It's been a bit of a week. I did something the other day that I think all parents will relate to. I drove to work mm-hmm. and went in the wrong direction. Now, this is... I'm not one of these people who's tired in the morning because I get up first thing and I'm up like that. I've talked about this on the podcast before. Yeah. I'm a good morning person, aren't I? Yes. Yeah, you are. I'm ready to go. Everybody else is holding me back. Anyway, it was a day that Honey was off. So I didn't have to drive her to school. So I was just driving my normal way to work. The way I go to work is the same direction uh, we go to take Betsy Pearl to her performing arts. However, the road forks off. If I don't take that fork off on the right, then I'm forking off in a totally different direction. And (laughs) I was in such a daze. I just looked up. You know the thing, I think you mentioned this when you texted me back. That thing of... You get to a destination and you think, I've no idea how I got here. Well, it's funny because the day you said it, I also was feeling it. And I just, you know, I'd gone through two sets of traffic lights, I think. Yeah. Or one. But I can't remember whether you stopped or started. Well, I can't remember if I'd gone through a red or a green. And I thought, oh, what if I did go through? You know, like. And you have that thing where you think, I've just been in control of three tons of metal. I've been driving along three tons of metal. It's a speed that could kill anything that gets in my way, surrounded by other people in big tons of metal. And. I don't know how I did it. I, I mean, I don't... I know how I did it. I can drive. And I know it becomes, uh, you know, what do you call it? Muscle memory. Right, yeah. Well, like, it's like riding a bike. But And you are concentrating. Yeah. Because if anything comes out, I, you know, I'm good at uh, the peripheral vision and all that. But I just looked up and I'm like, I'm on the wrong road. I have done that so many times. And the traffic's a nightmare here at the minute. So oh, what a pain. Funny, because Betsy heard your message... And uh, she's like, what's autopilot? I didn't know Daddy's car's got that. <laughs> <laughs> Did she say yeah. that? That's funny. Yeah. I didn't realise she had your phone at the time because I dropped the F-bomb in the message. And I, but I did it in a funny way because I tried to put it somewhere in the message where it didn't make sense. You know when you put the well, uh, she, swear she in the wrong place? She did look at me and she went, oh, he's in that mood. And I went, yes, but don't worry, Bets, because you and I, we are not to blame this time. Got to tell you. I wasn't in that mood. I handled it well. It's the new me. I'm trying my hardest. What, what, what do you mean it's the new you? When, <laughs> when did you start? <laughs> no, I'm trying my hardest when I'm not with you. Because when I'm with you, Cause, I can't Because I've it not back. noticed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, little debate earlier in the week. Uh, we've continued with the cooking. I still don't think we're properly back into it. And I'm disappointed with myself. Got to get back on the dieting. We still keep looking at Deliveroo, don't we? I think it's about 40... Four days until I'm 50 years old. And I'd set myself a target with a weight. I don't think I'm going to get there now, but I want to get close to it. So I've got to get back on it, right? Okay. So I probably need to lose a stone and a half uh, in in a, in a month and a half or nearly two months. I think it's doable. It's doable. It is doable. month and a half. So um, earlier this week, uh, you did... Well, we made, I think, we made a paneer tikka 
curry. Yeah. Which was lovely, very rich. Again, pictures on my Insta. <sighs> and uh, it brought up the old debate. Does the rice go on the top or the side of the curry? Yeah, well, I think I'm on my own with this in the household. I, I mean, I don't know. And I don't think you're wrong, by the way. I I don't like my food to become too sloshy. That's why I, it's take, it takes me a lot to eat risotto because yeah. it's wet. and. I heard on a podcast this morning, uh, I was listening to Alan Davis and Izzy Sutty this morning, and she said about risotto, she said it's so nice, but about six forks in, you think... This is it for the rest of the meal. It, it's like eating a massive plate of mashed potatoes. You yeah. love mashed potatoes, but without something, some accompaniment, it's the same the entire way. So I love risotto, but I think what she said made me see it from your point of view. And well, it's even the same with sandwiches. Like I, I like plain cheese and tomato sandwich, no sauces, nothing like that. Even when we go to Subway and they say, "What sauces do you want?" Nothing. You, however, like sauces. You like as much in it. You like wet sandwiches. So we're, we're different in... Yeah. You like it wet, <laughs> I like it dry. Bone dry. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so the rice for me, on the side, and then then I can, you know, have as much rice as I want to have. Like yeah. Because I'm not a massive fan of rice, full stop. Mm. So... I tried to do a bit of research on this, and it was saying in India, they, they tend to eat it with a bread, scoop it yeah, up with yeah, a bread, yeah. the curry, but they were saying traditionally they put the uh, curry on top of the rice. Do they? Now... Again, it was the first website I went to. Well, in, in Thailand, they have sticky rice, don't yeah. they? And, and they squeeze it almost to... Yeah. Uh, I put it out there on a vote in Dubai and uh, got a good response. Hundreds of people responded to it. And remarkably, and I 100% expected to lose this vote. It's one I don't really care about. But I, uh, I put it out there and I'm just going to get the result up live as I'm talking here. It's not working. Hold on a minute. I have to go to archive. Well, you know when, you know when we have a takeaway... And from like a curry takeaway, you'll just slap it all on. It's all mixed. Now it's funny. I have to have mine separate because I want to taste the different curries. I want to, and I, I like to be able to taste what each thing tastes like. Now, it in normal life, I think you're fussier with your food than I am. And normally, people that are fussy don't like food touching and stuff like that. They're I don't get that. I mean, I don't like too much of a mishmash. Like, like you said with curries, I like to know which which is which. But then, towards the end of the well, meal, Betsy, Betsy is an example of somebody. Like, oh my god, if she's got a slice of garlic bread on top of her pasta, now if that garlic bread gets any of the pasta sauce on it, she freaks in the bin. Yeah, which to me, I like to use my bread to dip in the sauce. Big time. So, but yeah, she is one of those that she can't have food touching. And you're a little bit fussy, but you like it all. Oh, you know what you said about bread there? I, when you eat soup as a kid, my thing with eating soup as a kid, and it tended to be when I was poorly, is to tear up a slice of bread into like what you'd chuck at a duck. Yeah. And put that in, soak it. Yeah. Now that's like See, again, working class croutons. Yeah, I get right? it. Putting them under, and then you've got this slop. And then I can remember as you started... You know, when you get a bit older and you go out for meals with people, the soup's on the... Watching posh people eat soup. And when I say posh, I mean anybody whose parents worked. And my, my parents worked, so I'm not joking. But do you know what I mean? You see, when you see people eat soup properly, the way you're brought up eating soup is totally different to what you're supposed to eat soup like. Like the way they do it with a spoon. They're doing it all wrong, but that's etiquette. And they do a lot of... I mean, it's like that with the fork. I went to a quite a conservative, uh, what's it called, junior school, the little one. Yeah. 
And they were really funny about you having your fork upside down. And even just saying it, fork upside down. You wouldn't use a shovel. If you were shoveling cement, you wouldn't turn the shovel upside down and shovel the cement upside down, will you? You, t- you use it with the scooping motion. Yeah. But the, apparently, posh people have decreed that's the wrong way to use a fork. Even though, if you're, if you're having peas, how, how the bloody hell are you putting peas on the back of a fork that's... Yeah, it doesn't bother concave me. The only thing that convex. bothers me is I've, I know a couple of people when they eat, they literally are shoveling oh, into their mouth. Too quick. And that's just not nice to see when you're eating. But other yeah. than that, oh, I don't care really. Let's move on from it then. Uh, but yeah, 60% of people, so the majority, I can say a decent majority, say they put their curry on the rice, which surprised me. That's Dubai. Yeah, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm in the minority. There's your result. Uh, let's continue talking about food. And I don't want to bring it back to depression. But I think <laughs> your your depression manifests itself in, I think in one way it's how much tidying you do. I think you fill your time. Like now, we, we've just sat outside on a coffee and you walk back in, you walk through every room. Yeah. Kind of, and it, you were like, octopus arms as you walk through the room this is getting tidy this is getting tidy this is getting sweeped up this is getting brushed as you walk through a room whilst you play Fortnite, yeah i walk straight through that room to the playstation controller i thought it's my day off we'll never give up and it's funny i had that little i'm gonna be honest little twinge i thought you did i had a little twinge when i was in the kitchen unloading the dishwasher washing up wiping the sides down i thought huh you're all right in there on but then i thought no it's his day off now, and I don't, don't get me wrong, I don't get a day off. And I'm working tomorrow. But I, but I thought, I'm choosing to do this. You wouldn't have cared if I'd sat down and started no. playing a game or... Exactly. So so I thought... And I would have gone up at some point and done that with you. you yeah, know? yeah, I know. So I thought, like, if I'd sat, decided to lay or go back to bed and read my book, you wouldn't have cared. No. So I had to... I preferred it. ...internalise it. Yeah. And think and give myself a little talking to. Are you proud of me for that? I am. And uh, and thought, do you know what? I'm choosing to tidy up because I've got OCD about things being yeah. clean and tidy. But I also think like during the day, once the kids are at school, and if it's not at spring clean day or whatever, you could choose to do something you enjoy. You could like you did the other day with Shelley, go and get your nails done. Mm-hmm. You could go and have a coffee, like a lot of people out here do. I have but too much cho- guilt with that. Yeah, you do. But I think. Part of that as well is filling that time where you don't want to be thinking. And the other way, the difference I've noticed since being back, as I said, we went to see James Bond the other day. We walked out and you just went, shall we go to Pizza Express? And that's just not you. <laughs> First of all, with the girls are at home, it's like we're going to come home and have some food. But you just went, shall we go to Pizza Express? And I'm like, first, brilliant. But also, ah, so this is almost like a comfort thing. <laughs> well, well it, that and it's a... Um What's the word? Vicious circle. It's a vicious circle because I'm quite conscious about weight and things yep. like that. And, and I'm normally quite fit and active. Yeah. I've done no exercise. We're still in that space. And we, we will get out of it, but we're still in that How space. How hard is it, though, to go, right, today's the cutoff? Yeah, yeah. So the other night, we did our usual trick, which we're starting to do a little too regularly, of going to bed at five, six o'clock. <laughs> And as we go to bed, we were going to watch uh, reruns of Bake Off. And you went, I'm going to get two cakes. 
<laughs> and again, I just for somebody like me who binge eats and who has trouble with a weight and who's, you know, I have to really try to not eat. I'm sat in bed, I'm like, it's like the Peter Expressing. I'm like, did she just say she wants to get two cakes? Well, we we have different... Uh... <laughs> I know, but two cakes. <laughs> Laura, two cakes. Two but, cakes is a mad thing to yeah, suggest. Right, now, <laughs> hear me out. Now, Marxies are on del- delivery. Marks, what she just said then is not a word. Marks and Spencers. Yeah. <laughs> Marxies. Marxies. <laughs> right. Now, they're, they're like sponge cakes are pretty reasonable. for, for yeah. their, Marks and Spencers are quite expensive, but their cakes... And they're not just sponge cakes. <laughs> they're Marks and Spencer's sponge cakes. Yeah, yeah, they are. But they are reason compared to compared to everything else you buy at Marks. Exactly, and Spencer's, exactly. Reasonable. Now, you, when I read the list out, went for chocolate fudge. Now, me, I would go for a Victoria sponge, or the yeah. drier option. I'd go for the drier option, yeah. right? Where's so, the fun in that with a cake? <laughs> <laughs> Oxygen's pretty dry. So you were like. And when it, so I was just like, and I don't like chocolate fudge cake, so I just thought, let's just get two. Let's yeah. just get one each. So this is the negotiations we laid in bed at tea time. Uh, let's get two cakes. Now I said, well, read me the list again. You went through them. I said, well, I have chocolate fudge cake, but I want, have we got ice cream? Because I don't like a dry chocolate fudge cake. Even that's too dry <laughs> for me. I've got to whack it in microwave for, for a minute, put a dollop of ice cream on, and it becomes like a chocolate mud cake. That's, that is perfection. And... Um, you said we had no ice cream. So, listen, the this, this story here is that you wanted to order two cakes, but the, the payoff is we, <laughs> we ended up ordering Baskin-Robbins. Which cost the same as two bloody cakes. Yeah. And you said, should we get the girls Baskin-Robbins, which I didn't want to do because I didn't think they needed it because at the very same time, the girls had a Burger King order well, on honey, the way. Well, honey, bless her. She, we'd had dinner. We had fed them, by the way. Um, but she, I think, had that poorly yeah one wanting something fatty and yeah. she's like i really oh, want a, nothing better i really want it. a burger and i felt sorry for her so yeah so look you can see and we're being honest about it and we will get back on it and i've not gone on the scales for a few days and i'm worried sick about what they're going to say when i do get back on so we will get back on it it's not going to be today but yeah, yeah <laughs> it is that thing of every night wanting something sweet mm. uh quick mention for betsy pearl who got on the school council the other day now proud parent moment uh, she's a little legend. We love her to bits. But I always thought she'd be the one who's trouble. Uh, whereas Leon Honey have both been very studious and they've always got school council or head girl or head boy or house captain. House captain. Mm-hmm. Never so much in sports, but they've always got them things. And I always thought, I've never had expectation for Betsy to get them. She's a little drama. She does singing. Oh, well, she's got music leader as well. Yeah, but that's time. because she because does the music and stuff. And um, so I'm always happy whenever she gets anything. I'm, she's no less intelligent than the other two. But uh, the student council thing. Oh my god! You should have seen her reaction when she came out of school because I was on a pickup that day, and I didn't even, look. I can remember vaguely you saying about her going for school school council, but. It's in, in one ear. Well, bless her. She actually did it when we were stuck in the airport because it was one of those oh. things. It had a deadline and she kept saying to me, you know, can I do it? Can I do it? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do it when we get back to Dubai. And then we were sat in the airport for hours and I said, oh, why don't you write your thing? So, you know. it's um, She came out of school and she's like, this is a big one, Daddy. There was other ones. There was 
Arabic leader, there was whatever leader, all these little positions. But she says, school council, you get to go with the teachers, you have meetings with the teacher, you have meetings with the head teacher, Aww. you get to decide things for the school. She said, I mean, obviously, I'm playing along like I'm, you know, I'm going to clue what it is. Really? Really? Yeah. And I'll get to come out of class, I'll have meetings, I'll be able to suggest things for the school. She was so, I was so proud. You know when your heart's bursting. Yeah. One of them little uh, proud dad moments, no, no, proud parent moments. She'll be a good little leader. She's, she's, uh, she's so kind. But yeah. So, confident. So Honey's been ill. Betsy Pearl is school council. Then there's Leo. Off in university. We should give him his token mention. Um, he has... Uh, things are ticking over. He's bleached his hair again. Well, I, at my On my dime. I, I wanted to send him a little mum pack. Yeah. So I've been nagging him about the vitamin C because... He, it seems that all the university students pretty much now have got this like cold flu thing. Really bad cold. Yeah, yeah. and and it just it's it's that thing where they're not getting rid of it because one gets it, the next one gets it, and it get, just keeps going round. So I said to him, and and they're doing that other thing which university students and young people do is they don't stop going drinking. Oh no no no! They don't stop going to smoky clubs. Now I know I sound like an old fart here, but if I get the sniffles, I shut down. I go into the bedroom. It's soup. I shut down. I stopped having the influence of keeping me ill. Yeah. You know, but uh, they're young. They're and stupid. He, so he's going, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Because he, he knows he doesn't want mum nagging him. So yeah. any, so I thought, right. And I'm like, oh, you're going to do your hair, you know, because his girlfriend's coming soon. Well, his girlfriend's coming and he's applying for jobs. Yeah. In a very loose manner. It's bright orange. So oh, it looked awful. So I thought I'll send him the, the bleaching kit. Yeah. The vitamin C's, and I wanted to send him a pack of Johnny's prophylactics. Yeah, birth control. They were they were in the uh, the in the basket, but then I took them out because I thought it's so funny because you're talking to him on the uh, Zoom the other day, and it's like, oh, so what are you going to be doing with Ruby? And I'm, I'm kind of side eyeing you, thinking, well. What would you have been doing the first time you had a week and a bedroom and your parents not there and you're and both not of an her, age? he's not seen her for a year for and a year, half, yeah. You know, I mean, the first one's going to be quick. But, um, <laughs> you know, you're you're saying that and he's like, well, she's not old enough, like she's 17, she's not old enough to get in pubs yet, so he can't take a drink and all of that. And you're going, oh, so what are you going to do with him? Take her a bride. I'm th- at Bristol, I'm thinking, you know exactly what we're going to be doing, <laughs> you know. It's going to wear the sheet out. It's funny. And I said, oh, have you, have you started taking your vitamin C? He's like, well, I saw that. But oh, what, so funny. What What am I uh, meant to do what with it? What is that then? What do I do with it? God almighty. It's a vitamin. You put it in your mouth daily. Yeah. So that's Leo. But he did something that quite angered me. Um, it, he sits on his bed. And what he does when he zooms us, he sits right up to the wall. As you said, he looks like he's either in a hospital or a young offenders institute. Yeah. Very plain background. You can't see anything. Yeah. When we're on Zoom, whoever we're on Zoom with, I'm like, oh, here's the dog. Look, there's Betsy Pearl over there. Hey, look, we bought this plant. He didn't turn his camera around for the simple reason that behind that camera is a demolition zone. Although the bed sheets were getting washed for the first time. He's been there, what, a month? Nearly, yeah. Yeah, he's been there nearly a month. His bed sheets are getting washed. What they had to do is they had to take the door off the frame because the bed sheet came <laughs> off in one. It came off like a sheet of cardboard. <laughs> but but it was the fact he had to tell me. He's like, uh, yeah, I'm just uh, going to be washing my bed. And I was like... Oh, he's so proud and he's like, of himself. And he was like, saying it, are you proud of me, Mum? And I'm like, the only reason you're washing your bed sheets is because Ruby's come in. Yeah. Like, 
Now, we've got this little thing where everybody else who we know is in this situation, and you've got this little Stepford Wives, Witches Coven, Dubai Mums, right? I'm not going to say the names, but there's a bunch here, and all your kids went to the, all your boys went to the same school, and you've mollycoddled these boys, all all of you, yeah. right? And these boys are soft as the proverbial as a result, yeah. And they've all gone away, and they've all got mega. Oh, I want to come home. I love it here. What can I do? Because they're all mummy's boys, apart from ours, right? Oh, Who no, is a mummy's? Is, but, no, is. no. But what you know the difference, right? And you're feeling the difference because they're all phoning the mums up. Oh, mum, do it. We are. You weren't going to fly back. We're going to move up you're not getting that because leo he's loving it over there yeah right which is a bit hard for us to take but i'm glad i'd rather him be that than wanting to come back and i said this on the chat to him the other day i'm like i'm so glad that you're loving it like you are because that's what you should be doing. and i think he does have his moments and i think when he does he kind of messages honey doesn't what doesn't tell us no right? like, I don't because think I don't, he, he don't want us to know yeah anyway um but he is quite secretive I think the other lads are telling the mums, definitely, but they're telling their parents everything, right? They get pretty much everything. Um, but Leo, I think, is giving us dribs and draps. Like I said to him, oh, send me any pictures you take. He's never sent me a picture, right? I don't think he's giving us the full... He, he gives a little, oh, I went to a club and everybody were on drugs. He'll tell you that. Yeah. But he's not telling you everything that's going on, Right. And three times during this Zoom call the other day, and I'm not very good at Zoom. I, it's not like I'm an old fogey. It's just that I don't, I've never used Zoom a lot because I went into work every day during uh, COVID. He, there's a knock at his door or his door opens and he goes, well, we're mid-sentence. He goes, hold on. And he's suddenly gone. He mutes it. So he mutes the screen and the sound. Yeah. And I look at you and I'm like, what's all this about? Now, yeah, but... It, that freaked you out. And it didn't freak me out because not, he, not freak me out. <laughs> no, but you you were like, what's he doing now for? What's he, what's what's he saying that he doesn't want us to hear? I think he's embarrassed about me and you. Oh no, he is. He is, and he used to do it here. Now he used to do it here when he was on um, Zoom to his girlfriend. Yeah. Now it's not like Ruby doesn't know we exist. He used to do it when he was on his best to his best mate playing PlayStation. He used to mute it all. Yeah. And it and again his best mate, you know. I'm best mates with his mum, so it's not again. It's not like I'm a secret yeah. or anything like that. But it, it, it's it was just a, an embarrassment thing. Yeah, it was. But I pulled him up for it because I thought I'll do it in a funny way, but I'll let him know like it's a bit weird, you know. Um, I think if you're not on a business call, it, put it this way: if me and you were talking like we are now, let's say um, when I go to Expo on Saturday and you're here. Let's say I've got a bit of spare time. We start zooming each other, right? Mm -hmm. But then at one point, you're talking to me, and I look off camera, and then I hit mute, and then I come back on 30, 40 seconds yeah, yeah, later. Yeah. You're not having that. Oh, you're like, not. You're like, what do you move? What do you move for? I saw you look sideways, and then you hit mute. That's what you'd be like. Now, look, I don't want to know the ins and outs, and he's definitely doing things that we don't want him doing, but. I don't actually care that much. As long as he's not doing anything too hardcore, I don't really care what he's doing. But I don't like him being secretive. And you don't like him being secretive either. But then we've just been such a close family when he's been over here. And I think the reason he's not itching to get back is we've been very, we're very liberal parents, uh, but we also are very honest parents. So we've said to him, you know, like, well, look, if you're going to drink, drink, but here's the pitfalls and here's why you've got to be careful. You know, not like you're not drinking, you're not 18, you're not drinking. Yeah. Know, I think we've been liberal parents like that. Yeah. 
Not just with that, but with everything. No, I've always said the talks about sex, the talks about drugs, mm -hmm. the talks about rock and roll. You know, and and even the the money situation that you know. Always being honest. We've said, just be honest. Not there's nothing you're doing or that we haven't done. You know, so just if he gets anywhere near doing what you and I have done between us, then I'll start to worry. Yeah. But he, but he hasn't. So anyway, all good there, all tickety-boo. His girlfriend's coming up for a week, coming down for a week. I'm excited for him, I think genuinely. I can't wait to... We're probably not going to speak to him for a week and a half now. I can't wait to find out. Um, and the pair of them now, like, he's got his bleached hair, She's she's got a nose piercing and wearing DMs. They, well, they look they look great. I've not seen his girlfriend for... Since she left, right? She's... You know, I like her, but we're not friends, are we? So, it, and I think it'd be weird for me to follow her on Instagram and look at her Instagram pictures. But you showed me a couple the other day, and I'm like, God, she's grown up. She looks great. And uh, I'm so excited for her. Yeah. I hope that this, I hope the, it's distance. No, you know, everybody knows long distance relationships are a nightmare. And I would say 98% of them don't work. So they've, they've had a very strange relationship, them two. There was a time when I thought, you know, should they be doing this? It's not fair on either of them to not have the full experience of life. Now I kind of feel like, well, it's their decision, you know. But if they're going to go for it, I hope they go for it. Oh yeah, and I hope really you know. Do. I hope it, it, you know, it just it rekindles their their love for each other. I think they're going to have a great week, whatever. Oh yeah. You know what I happens so. at the end of that? Who knows? Let's move on. Uh, a couple of things that happened this week. Well, this is the funniest story. It's funny, but it's a dangerous story for me to tell. Uh, <laughs> So the other day I'm sitting in work. Now, working the radio, we've got, I don't know, 10, 12 radio stations. And where I sit in the morning, I sit next to the news team. There's a kettle there. There's a little booth that I sit in and do all my work. I put my headphones on to close me off from the world. And I have two and a half, three hours prepping my show, mm-hmm. getting things ready, doing my online stuff. But I can see across to the news team. Yeah. So if there's anything, if I overhear anything going on, I can take my headphones off. What's that story? Yeah. Use it, Michelle. Yeah. But I can also see everybody who's going into the stations, right? Yeah. Now the other day, the station next door to ours is Virgin. Yeah. Which is a big station in Dubai. If you're not in Dubai, it's a huge station. You know, where there are colleagues. And the other day, I can see whenever there's fuss, if anybody ever comes in, there's always a little cloud of people around them, yeah. and there's always cameras and gimbals. And flashes going off, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can see all this going off. I've not got the best eyes in the world. I look across. So what I did is, modern day stalking, I nipped over to Virgin Social Media, had a quick look. Amir Khan. Amir Khan. The boxer. Yeah. Who we've followed. We like Amir Khan. I am a fan. Well, you know, I love them sport. And I always have that thing where I think, oh, that'd be a good photo for collection, get a selfie with him. But I'm also, I can't oh, be bothered. You... No, no, seriously, this is my thought process. You're all right once you've seen the picture and think he's an arsehole. Not him, me. But the process I go through there is, oh, I've got to go through the embarrassment. It's not my station. I've got to go through the embarrassment. Of, oh, Chris, do you mind if I get a picture? And Chris is always very generous with that sort of thing. You know, I've known people who aren't. And, um, I think if you... if. If somebody's there, just go for it. That's yeah, well, that's you know that's what I thought. I thought, well, what have I got to lose? When, when we've not done it, like we, when we missed our chance with Johnny Knoxville getting a selfie, we, you regret it. Just just yeah. go for it. So, well, that's that's what I did. I thought, and I did it the other day. The the a trophy came in. It was the Rugby World Cup. I've never seen this trophy before, but you 
people were going crazy for it. Right. It was like the FA Cup had come in or the World Cup, you know, the Football World Cup. People were going mental. Cricket's huge out here. I was say cricket, wasn't it? Yeah. You said rugby. Oh, well, same thing. The Rugby World Cup came in. Oh, the, right, okay. What's it called? The Web Ellis, the little gold mm-hmm. one. They brought that into the studio. I didn't give a toss. They could have told me I could have kept it and I put it up shelf, upon shelf up there with E.T. and the bloody Thunderbird. Yeah. But I always just get a picture. So I thought, I'm going to get one with Amir Khan because yep. we watched him in I'm a Celebrity. And I loved him in I'm a Celebrity. It was, if anybody remembers, it was the one with the strawberries, him and Ian Lee. Do you remember? There was a strawberry yep. gate. So I run over, got me picture. And... Um, Do you tell him a dad joke? I didn't. I said about the... I said about the strawberries. Okay. I said, me and my family were right on your side. We felt so sorry for you. <laughs> and he just kept fist bumping me, fist bumping me like that. When his fist came up at first, I was worried because I thought he's a boxer. Yeah. Now, do I tell the story about sending you the picture or do I tell you a story about who was with him? Uh, Let me tell that bit first. He's got this guy with him. Yeah. Who I think is his son. Yeah. This guy is two and a half foot tall. Cute little guy. He's got a little hat on. And Chris, who's the presenter on Virgin, he says to me, oh, Catboy, you should have a photo with this guy as well. I've just had my picture with Amir. Yeah. Have, this guy's going to be the next big boxer. I think it's Amir Khan's son because he's got an hat on. I can't see him. Yeah. He's tiny. I'm six foot tall. And I'm like, come on then. And I bend down. I'm like, who's this little fella? Come on. I put my arm around him. And I'm going, Get, why don't you, t- I've got my phone up taking a selfie. Why don't you look like you take it, why don't you punch me in the face? I'm thinking he's a little kid. Yeah, yeah, why yeah. don't you punch me in the face as I take the picture? It'd be really funny. Hit me as hard as you can in the face. And um, Chris is laughing his head off. Off the walk, right? <laughs> and I go and sit back down. I look into it. This, he lo- you've seen the picture. What? Yeah. He looked four years old. Yeah. And I'm not being offensive. He looks four years old. Yeah. Turns out, He's a world-famous singer and boxer. He's got a growth defect. He's 18 years old. I've been talking to him like he's a baby. He's 18, but apparently everybody does, and it's, you know, it's one of the things. So he's got one and a half million followers on Instagram. So he's probably the most Insta-famous person I have ever met in my life. And I'm treating him like he's Amir Khan's son. Uh, poor guy. I mean, but then he, so he must be so used to it. Yeah, yeah. And and he probably is at that point now where he just laughs it off and thinks, Hey, this guy sounds thinks. like his life's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you've got to feel for him as well. But yeah. Yeah, so so awkward. So I did, But at that point, I didn't know he was famous, so I didn't send you that picture. So I go and sit back down. And I'm like, hey, Amir Khan's in. Yeah. And I send you the picture of me and Amir Khan like, look at this. I just met Amir Khan. You know, you love talking about I'm a celebrity. We loved it. You got a blunt reply, which said, cool, and then you got a selfie with me and the toilet. It was the funniest thing. I mean, I knew, I thought, I'm on the verge of being in a lot of trouble here, through no fault of my own. You sent me a picture like you you, you were smiling <laughs> like I'm smiling in my picture, and you've got your arm around the toilet and, and the squeezy flash disinfectant in your hand, and you're doing the big cheesy showbiz smile. And I'm thinking... Uh, it's funny, but she's really mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I told the story. I think I might have told Nadia, my newsreader. I'm like, oh, this is just happening. I'm like, it's really funny. And she's like, <laughs> like you're I wanted it to make you laugh. I oh, well, like... good, because it actually, and you're not very funny. It made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it made me laugh so much. I mean, I had that fear, but it did actually make me laugh a hell of a lot but as I, well. But it, yes, of course, there was a double meaning. This is my life, that's your life. I know. 
Yeah. It's not it's, it's not it. fair. Because I'll tell you what, if I was having a really boring, crappy time at home and you were out doing like let's say you went out for brunch today and you were like, Oh, Dane were there, you know, we Dane Bowers who were kind of friends with Dane were there and sent me a picture of you and Dane. I won't be like, Oh, here's me just sat on set of eating crisp. So bit snarky but very funny. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that. Anyway, that little fella, his name is Abdul Razil. And I sent the picture. Our kids went mental. Leo said him and, and his mate Liam used to Apparently love he's watching a big the videos. Yeah. YouTube sensation. He boxed another little fella. He's a world famous singer, but he also boxed a little another fella. Anyway, I'm probably most parents out there won't know who I'm talking about, but if you're looking up, Abdul Razil, very funny. Uh, very famous. Uh, let's move on. Today, I want to talk about something that happened in bed this morning. Now, it's been morning off. I wanted to try and have a lie-in. Obviously, I don't sleep because of the insomnia, so I'm just listening to podcasts. And I'm, I can feel you moving around behind me. And it's lovely because I can't wait to start the day with you. Yeah. Right? I'm really looking forward to today. We're going out. We're going to talk about that in a sec. And <laughs> I was trying to get to the end of a podcast. You were starting to move about a bit. The dog had come up to let me know you were hungry. Yeah. So I finished my podcast, popped me AirPods out, and rolled over to give you a cuddle. And I'm having such a nice cuddle, you know, like, it's the start of our day together. Yep. And then the very first thing you said to me was? Uh, I can't, uh, what do I say? Um, you, you know what you said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, say what you said. I, well, I actually can't remember what I said. I said to Well, you didn't need to be the exact words. I've, Paraphrase. I've, I've got something I need you to do for me. Oh, yeah, that were it. Yeah. I need you to do me a favour. Yeah. That's what you said. Right. And when you said that, I'm like, what can have happened? Like, what can it be? Has it got... Cause sometimes you get messages from people saying, oh, could you do me a recording for this? Can yeah. you do me a quick... My husband's a big fan. Can you do me a video? Which is always fine, right? But you're saying it in bed. It's the first words out of your mouth. What was the favour, Laura? Well, <laughs> I've got this little... I think it's a bite on my bum. Yeah. You know, you know. Sometimes I think sometimes people get like those little boils on their bum, and it's only yeah. tiny. But I'm I've got a real like again OCD. If I get even get a spot anywhere, yeah, I have, scratch it. I have to scratch it off. I'm the same. And I can feel it, but because I had my nails done the other day, they've cut them really short. Yeah. And also, as I told you, it was expensive, so I don't want to chip them. Yeah. So I can't. So you don't ask when you're having the manicure. Can you leave one? Can you leave one long for our oh, section? Oh, you know when people have that long. No, little, don't talk about it. <laughs> Disgusting. Picking their nose. Oh, a nose nail. I've never even thought of that. Have you seen that? When, <laughs> when men have that long little fingernail. Oh, it's the worst thing. And that, oh, ugh, Horrible. Um, if I see that, that guy, oh, he's... he's, he's, he's yeah. Oh. Even because I'm a guitar... I had longer nails for playing yeah, guitar. I understand younger, that. But you know, even that, it grosses me out. But the bit. one long little fingernail, is a, there's a reason for that. Nah. But yeah, so I... Did try and you know scratch it off, but my nails just aren't long enough. And right. So so I said to you, scratch it off for me. Scratch it off, and you were like, no, nah, no. Well, it's my first thought in the morning. You know, my first thoughts are in the morning. Oh, it's so nice. I'm in bed. It's comfy. I don't have to get up. I can't wait to have a coffee with you. We're going to record a <laughs> podcast today. I'm chuffed. Well, if if you ask me, you know I'd do it for you. Yeah, yeah. If I asked you. Anyway, let me describe in as roundabout a way as possible as I can. Here's how I'm going to describe where this spot was. Imagine your bum yeah. is a dartboard, 
right? Mm-hmm. So the side of the dartboard is the side of your, your hip. Yeah. The other side is the other side of your hip. Yeah. Let's say the double top yeah. at the top of the board is the top of your bum. Like I know where you're two going and above it's your, not. And, and the bottom yeah. is your thigh. Go on. Right? This spot, it wasn't the bullseye. It wasn't the bullseye. But I'll tell you what, it was in the 25. <laughs> it was in the 25. <laughs> no, no, right? no. Well, put it this way. It might have been a little bit hot and sweaty down there. What, and this is a thing. When I went for the first scratch, <laughs> I, and, and look. Oh, by you, the way, the reason he's talking about it was because I said, if you do it for me, you can talk about it. On the podcast. Yeah. So I went to have a scratcher it. And I said to you, I can't get any purchase. Because, and it's not that you've got a fat bum, because you haven't got a fat bum. But if it, not many people have got a rock-hard bum. I imagine there's muscle men who have. But when you try and scratch, like if you try and scratch on your cheek, you can push it into your tooth and yeah, get you, the purchase. Well, you need two hands, don't you? You need a, one one hand to pull, pull and tighten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I need to get two hands in your bum crack, right in the bum it's crack. It's not to right in. It, it was no, 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 right no, 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 in. No, 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 Well, what? let me tell you this. If you sneezed, while well, my finger with it, if you'd have sneezed all of a sudden, I'd have been wearing you like a glove puppet. So... I <laughs> this is gross. Let's get to end it. I tried to scratch it, but it, there was no resistance. It was like trying to scratch the surface of water. It just disappeared. You're saying you I've know. got a bum like jelly. <laughs> anyway, um, I gave it a few goes. I gave it my best shot. <laughs> it just weren't at me. So uh, I don't know what ha- what's happened since. I don't know if you managed to get it off or anything like that. I get what I would do. Do you remember that Christmas? We had some really expensive Christmas crackers. I think they're called Tom Smiths or something. Yeah. And you got a mini cheese grater. It looks like a... I'm not doing that. Listen to me. Hear me out. I think... I thought you were going to talk about the little screwdriver set. That would be better. That would be great to get it off. Yeah. I mean, I'm more... Because I thought to myself, well, should I go and get the tweezers and just nip the head off it? You know? But that would have... I would Because I've got bad eyes... I would have had to get in there with the old uh, jeweler's magnifying <laughs> glass. And there are things down there I don't want to see that close up. Now my, now, my cousin, the doctor, would probably tell you, you're not meant to scratch. You're meant to leave it. Yeah. But Possibly. But a scratch is very satisfying. Yeah. Uh, look, let's wrap things up with a, a couple of little things to end on. We've had a listen to Adele's new single. It's called Easy On Me. It got released today. Um we played it through twice in the living room. Yeah. And uh, initial thoughts from you? I like it. I really like it, actually. Um, but it makes me feel really sad because she's telling her story of her time in her relationship with her husband. Yeah. And I feel like so many people get stuck in that relationship. Do you know what I mean by that? Do I ever? But you know, <laughs> no. But you know what I mean. Like I think so many people do their best to try and stay in a relationship, but it, but but they don't. They're not themselves. They're not themselves, and they they. And when they finally do break free, it's so the relief, you know. And I don't know what the ins and outs are. That I would like to think because I wanted them to stay together because he look. She's one of. The, she's the biggest star on earth as, when it comes to singing. She's the biggest star. She's amazing at singing. Yeah. And I love the fact that she married this guy. It reminded me of me a bit, like this airy, podgy guy. And apparently he's got a good career and everything. But it was just like, he's not famous. It's not like Kim and Kanye. 
and she's got this mega stardom life, but she's also, she's normal. And that's what we've always loved about Adele is she's normal. Yeah. Working class girl. And he seemed really quiet and nice. And yeah, and they had a kid together and I thought, well, that's a good sign because that's yeah. moving forward. And so I don't know why they split up. I don't know the ins and outs. I don't want to particularly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I hope it was amicable for the kid's sake. When, when, and that, when this song is not her slagging him off or anything like that. It's, good. It's... it's I think if anything, she's saying, "I'm I'm sorry, go easy on me." Like I'm I saw sorry a headline of, today I've... about the song, and the headline was that Adele said she's her her child, she's hurt her child, yeah, and can never forgive herself. And I don't know if that's talking about the divorce. You know, it must be a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, no, and I think you know she did that thing where, obviously, she did go and discover herself. She went and moved away she went and lost yeah. weight and she you know and i think um, she and like she said and it says in the song i was young yeah you know and all that stuff and I, so it it made me feel quite sad for her for him her child but i think she's telling so many people's stories but what's great is look how much we've talked about that from two listens to it right yeah if it can have that impact on you just from the yeah. story I think that's a good thing. Oh, it'll do well. Can you imagine that if today was the first time we heard, Who let the dogs out? Can you imagine now? We'd just be going, well, it's a song about somebody letting dogs out. What I would say, it's not got that initial boom of an Adele song. I can't believe, I can't believe you are stealing my line. That's the first thing I said. No, but I was going to say it's a grower. I actually think it's a grower. First listen, that's what I said at the end of it. I said, the first time you heard Hello, which was kind of the last time she did this big release thing, so moving to start with and then hit that chorus and it was like getting hit in the face with a wet fish when a big wet emotional fish yeah yeah and it blew you away and you were like goosebumps i didn't get the goosebumps with this but this is the thing is a 60 percent adele song let's say hello is a hundred percent adele song skyfall's a hundred percent adele song so let's call this a 60 70 percent adele song as far as getting the blast that's still better than most songs in the world. Yeah, it's interesting you say those two because those two are like. Well, Skyfall, James Bond, but Hello, yeah, it's when not it gets one of my to favorites. the. Um, oh, no, and I get what you're saying about Hello it. from the other side bit. It's just. The rise is amazing. Anyway, first listen, that was my thought is well, it's not one. I think the press and the world are going to be raving about it just because it's Dell. And it's good. Yeah. But it didn't have that initial blast. But the second listen, straight after, I thought. I I was holding back the tears. And I'll tell you another song. Because you're trapped in a loveless marriage. Yeah. Um, (laughs) A song which I know has been in the charts for a while, but um, Ed Sheeran Visiting Hours had a similar effect on me when you listen to the story of the song. It's sad, isn't it? It's a very sad song. He's good at that. That's when Ed's at his best. He's done some good fast ones and poppy ones, but I'm never that bothered about him. Stealing my line now. (laughs) (laughs) Anyhow, um, it was a good listen. Uh, Hey, Last time I w- we did a podcast, I mentioned Kings of Convenience, Quiet is the New Loud, an album that oh, I was yeah. recommended on the Alan Davis podcast that I've been listening to all week. Yeah. And I thought, I'll never be able to play this in house. You won't like it. Put it on. What did you think? I did like it, yeah. It's no, great, isn't it? Uh, yeah. No, I don't know why you thought I wouldn't, but it's... Um... I think you're a bit of a hard one to accept a recommendation. Oh... Am I? Yeah, you're difficult. To, you're a difficult nut to crack with a recommendation. 
I think you like to discover rather than be recommended to. Mm. Just take that because that's a great observation. On yeah, your no, it probably is. It probably is. <laughs> but it was interesting that you thought I wouldn't like it. Maybe because you, like you said, because you recommended it. But no, very good. good. Um, it reminded me of who did I say the other day? Oh, the guy that sings the Detectorist theme tune. Yeah, Johnny Flynn. It's a bit like Bell and Sebastian. It's just kind of it's the Norwegian. It's Norwegian folk, uh, which I don't know if that instantly sounds great. It reminds me of. Hello, safe ride. Do I like you? Not that into, but they're oh, the I mean. they're the band. Do I? Because it's acoustic and it's twee. Uh, they're the band that always remind me of me and you get together. More pop news this morning. Uh, headline, which uh, is in Sky News today. I've not even opened this story, but it's the most bizarre headline. Go on. Travis singer Fran Healy mauled by sausage dog he tried to save from scene of a Los Angeles car crash. Now, this story is funny on so many levels because Fran from Travis is like a baby bird, isn't it? I love Travis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Fran Healy, I don't know how tall he is in real life, but I get this feeling he's like a little precious baby that you could, like a man baby that you could hold. Yeah, yeah, he's quite a, like a delicate Yeah, a delicate yeah. little thing. A sausage dog, of course, is the most inoffensive dog in the world. Some little dogs are horrible. Yorkshire Terriers, little yappy, I nearly swore then, you know what I mean, the little yappy buggers. A sausage dog to me, I mean, it's just an accident of nature, isn't it? it its legs are like your little finger, its body. And even body if is... it's going to bite, it's going to have tiny little teeth. Yeah. How has he got more? Is he, because is he that tiny that a sausage dog to him is like a Tyrannosaurus Rex? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's in the news today. I've not got, but it's on Sky News, unless somebody's photoshopped it. So I'm looking forward to hearing more about that. A couple of recommendations for you. Go on. Only murders in the building. Yeah. Came out a couple of months ago on Hulu. It stars Steve Martin, Martin Short, who were together, of course, in Three Amigos. Brilliant, brilliant, funny men. Yeah. And Selena Gomez, who I only know as a singer. Was she one of these, like, who's in... Disney one. Was she one of them? I think so, yeah. It's about a posh apartment building in New York, in Manhattan, where a murder happens. And all three of them are addicted to true crime podcasts, like you and I. Yeah. And they decide to start their own true crime podcast. It's funny, it's twisty. We've only watched two. I think it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really watchable. And, and it's a strange mix having Selena Gomez with. She's great because she shines a light on these two old farts. Now Martin Short is playing this theatre director who's a has been, and he wears all the gear, the silk scarves yeah, 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 yeah. and the long coats, and he's a proper lovey. Mm-hmm. And Steve Martin is a bit of a he's he's done telly in the past. He's been a TV detective or something. Yeah. So there's a few flashbacks when he had dark hair, which is so funny, like Steve Martin playing it. But it's a great, so far, Yeah, I think it's brilliant. I think it's one people could binge watch easy. And then one for the kids. Ten minutes long on Apple TV, it's called Blush. Yeah. And it's a really cool animation. It's a short story. And it's heartbreaking. I mean, it's a proper kick in the heart. Yeah. But it's brilliant. Great one to watch with the kids. Mum and Dad will cry <laughs> when you see what happens at the end and where, where you see the credits. It's very emotional. I, lo- I love the um, the short film animations that people yeah. make because I, th- I think a lot of people who wouldn't normally make animations... Get a shot. Yeah. It's almost like, not students, but like yeah. that level, post-university, post yeah. you know. Um, we're heading off to brunch today. I want to mention it because we're going to a place called McCafferty's. It's They've got a few bars around. It's an Irish bar. Yeah. They've just opened a new one and I've been doing the giveaway on the radio. So I've been invited down and 
we're going to try out their vegetarian food. So we'll report back on that. So if you're in the area, might be one. Um, we'll stick some stuff on Instagram about that today, I'm guessing. Yeah. So we're going to try it out. They've got a thing called Impossible Meatloaf. Interesting. Which is how you refer to listening to the actual Meatloaf, the singer, in it? It's, <laughs> it's impossible to listen yeah. to. Um, you said you wanted to finish on Would You Rather? Uh, yep. Right. Now, bearing on how we were with each other last week, a bit, you know... Things were tense. A few, few little rows here and there. Aye. Um, would you rather have a screaming match or have the silent treatment? Whichever gets to the end quickest. <laughs> no, because I, I hate both. I hate both. Sometimes a screaming match is a great release, but then when I... Normally, what happens with our screaming matches is one of us leaves, right? One of us gets in the car. And the neighbours must hear. Oh, big time. Big time. Because we're both feisty, aren't we? Yeah. We're both... Neither of us will back down. I'm, I'm loud when I swear. I do the loudest swears oh, you are when loud. we're arguing. But it's, it's just steam coming off the kettle, isn't it? Anyway, but the silent treatment... Which you're, uh, I don't, did we mention this in the last one? That you can hold a grudge yeah. for England, probably at a world level. And I hate it when you do that to me. I hate it when you switch. And I, do you know what I hate is, I always have that thing of, if I drop dead now, yeah. you've wasted that last bit of time. Oh, I think and about that. only you going to feel bad then. I know, but I do know some people that manage to keep up the, the not talking thing for days. I, I would rather. See, what I can do is, even in the middle of an argument, sometimes I realise that I'm wrong and I can start apologising. Or I can realise that, hey, we're not, like we came to loggerheads about a, a work thing, not my work, but a, some private work for the pair of us. We came to loggerheads about that last week about something. And I just, in the end of it, I kind of said to you, look, I don't want to talk about this anymore and let's not let it ruin the evening. The funny thing is, when I do the silent treatment, it's like a competition with myself then. Because I, I don't want to back down. Because, as you know, I'm not one for saying sorry. No, back. you are definitely not one for saying or, sorry. Or, but, but I then have that thing of, Right, well, if it goes on till tomorrow, it goes on till tomorrow. But then the missing you kicks in. But what's really annoying is if I have any life during the silent treatment, then you fly off the handle. Oh, no, no, no. No, you do. No, I, do you know I wanted to watch TV? I want to stick the TV I on. Know, but so now, just listen what you're saying now. Please <laughs> listen what you're saying now and get this into your head that you're not losing. In fact... If you'd have come down at that point, yeah. or, or even when I got, because we had an argument and I went off to pick Honey up, and when I came back, you did the silent treatment all night. If you, would, if I'd have come back and you'd have gone, look, we're not going to agree on this, but I don't want it to spoil the night, I would love you so much more. I know, I know. Get it into your head then, because nothing's changed by the time we do make up. We're, we're in exactly the same place. I still don't think what I said was wrong, and you don't think what you said was wrong. We're in exactly the same place. All we've done is... That time in between has been a vacuum Wasted. and we've lost it. Yeah, and you time know. is precious. Yeah, but I want to say this and I want to make this clear because you do go mad if I have any life. If you hear me boil the kettle, you're upstairs, silent treatment. <laughs> but you li I know you're listening. If you hear me put the telly on, you come downstairs, if you go I mental. If I hear you doing ting-ting on one cup. A ting-ting, you go mental. If I make... Oh, right, we're nearly at an hour here, so we've got to finish. <laughs> if I make you a cup of tea... You will not, it's like that, it's like it's full of weed. It's like I've weaved into a cup and went, drink that. If I make you, if I came up with a little platter of biscuits and a cup of tea and went, look, let's not, look, yeah. I'm not saying I'm wrong. What I'm saying is I don't want to waste time. Here's a cup of tea for you. Yeah. That tea's going down the sink. However, 
if I'm downstairs and you hear that ting like, that's not a ting, I couldn't do a yeah, ting. Yeah, yeah. If you hear that little ting. And it's only on one cup. Like that, on one cup. Yeah. You're flying down them stairs before that, before yeah. I've done the third ting. Yeah. And you are like the mad woman, the w- mad witch, Queen Crackers. If you hear me, if you hear the tele, if you hear the PlayStation, wham. <laughs> that noise it makes, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, you play games, can you? Stop wasting time. Okay. If you can learn that, we were, we were going to... Because we've got no time together and I miss you when I know, you do this. No, we don't, we don't. Well, that's why I said this morning, I had a little talk to myself. Because that could have easily escalated into easy. a big argument. Didn't need to. Uh, and it, and that was just me having to... So, you know, you know, halfway through the podcast, you said, knew, knew you. Yeah. Which... I don't, I've not seen yet, but... There is a bit. No, what about the, the new me, the first sign was in the airport when I didn't get cross about all the flights being yeah. missed. Now, yeah. that was critical mass. Yeah. That could have been awful, and I made it not awful by not being awful. And you didn't get cross when I did a big Christmas order yesterday, so... Now, that right, jot that down, because that needs to be in the next podcast, because there was so much of that that I wanted to talk about today, because that, I think that's another sign of your underlying depression is... You start doing mad online Christmas online orders. You, well, you, you always say when I'm depressed, I and do online shopping. And now your new shopping. thing is trying to run Leo's life from here. Oh, he should go to this gig. He should go to this gig. I've bought you some air dye. I've bought you some vitamins. I've not talked about it and we're at an hour, so I'm going to stop now. But I think we need to delve into this, right? <laughs> we're also on the next one, I think, going to talk about parenting fails. Not in a cheesy way, but Kim Kardashian uh, was in the news talking about it. And I'm going to try and find a list of parenting fails and see how we fare. So we're off to brunch. We'll report back on that. Keep an eye on the social medias. As I said at the start, please give us a rating, five star, on Apple Podcast. And by all means, leave a comment because we love to read them. And you can get in touch with us via our Instagrams, all the details on the talk up for the podcast. Yeah, thank you. And um, as, I, as I've been saying all week is we should be doing more podcasts because they need to be 20 minutes, not an hour. So I'm going to make us get back to doing 20 minute podcasts. Well, they, it's all right. They just listen to this in five goes. I don't know if I've got it. Oh, I have got that, an My outro. maths was totally wrong then. Three goes. All right. I hope you enjoyed it today. Sorry it's a bit longer, but we've talked about some fun stuff. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye. The end. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.